art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. It's time yet again, everybody, for another mystery into the something verse. <laughs> James Atten. Podcast Rob. No idea what that was. <laughs> no, I don't know either. Well, there's a goose in here somehow. Yeah. It's actually the call of the uh, the mystery that we're discussing this week, yes. this month. <laughs> the pigeons are flying again, Mara. Yes, exactly. I'm James Hatton. I am still Podcast Rob. Did I already do that part? You did. Oh, shit. I'm anyway, Podcast Rob. I'm James Hatton. What's going on? Woohoo! This so month's this mystery, is... how do they still have a show? I... James Hatton here. So... <laughs> For those who have never... Ooh journeyed into the something verse this is the uh show where we talk about mysteries uh whether they be historical um but in this episode we are going um we're going cryptozoological as we have a couple times in the past uh this is one close and near and dear to yours and my hearts i know it was very early uh, like when we decided we do the, the the mysteries thing like we both had this one right on our list of like yeah we totally should hit this especially given where we live it seems only right to do it in october so why don't you let the world know what we are talking about tonight uh, this month on the mysteries of the something verse we are talking about the jersey devil Yes, for those who may not know, I do understand that the Jersey Devil has reached beyond just New Jersey, but it is one of those things where you will find people who have never heard of it, which I always find interesting that like it's, yeah, you may have a friend in California who knows about the Jersey Devil because they love cryptozoological stuff. Um, but you may have another friend in Ohio who's like, what the fuck is a Jersey Devil? Um, only to go, you mean like the hockey team? Yeah. So what was your, ex- and I was late bloomer on the Jersey Devil too. What was your experience with, with did, did you have any, like, was it, was it one of the boogeymans you knew about? Was it something you were scared of as a kid? Like, or just something you knew about? I mean, it wasn't something I was scared of as a kid. I think it was just something that you kind of, uh, being in Jersey, it's just one of those things that you kind of, uh, know about or hear about or uh, uh, for lack of a better term understand and when I say understand uh, you almost kind of there might be some sort of little pride about it like it's our thing you know like like when I was a kid and I'm talking like eight nine years old uh, my I was determined that I was going to grow up to be the guy that found that the Loch Ness Monster was real like, I was all about the Loch Ness Monster when I was a kid, even into my early teens. Books on it, the whole nine yards. Um, and I I believe, like, the people in, in Scotland, like, they don't really kind of... I mean, I'm sure some of them do, but I almost get the sense that they look at it like... Even if they know it's not a thing, it's theirs. It's you know Nessie's sure. ours. That's that that's our thing. You don't you don't come here and kind of like insult it or say she's not real. Of course she's real. She's Nessie. She's our she's our you know almost like our our mascot kind of thing. And I think uh, the Jersey Devil is kind of that way for the people of New Jersey too. 
in in a weird kind of twisted sense. Uh, to the point that when we did get a hockey team, uh, before they were the Jersey Devils, they were the Colorado Rockies. When they left Colorado and they came to New Jersey, we you know renamed them, and that's kind of the best name ever for a sports yeah. team. Let's I mean let's face it, that was pretty cool, almost like a like a no brainer. Um, and I, as someone who does who has done a web comic featuring the Devil, uh, the logo. Is perfect. Yeah, yeah. The the logo for the Jersey Devils is pretty badass. Um, but that being said, I think I don't know that I ever thought of it as something that was real or something to be thought of that people think it's real or that mm-hmm. you need to you know tell people that it's not real kind of thing. It was just that kind of urban legend, you know, like the guy who gets his hook caught in the window with a car door when, you know, when the kids are camping kind of thing. It's just like, Oh yeah, it's the Jersey devil. <laughs> just kind of that story that goes around. Um, is there truth to it? Who knows? You know, these, all of these things usually start somewhere in some form of mild truth. Maybe. Right. You know, there uh, the 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 other name of the Jersey Devil is the Leeds Devil because, as rumor goes, uh, Mother Leeds was pregnant with her thirteenth kid and was just so tired of pumping out babies that she cried out, "Let it be the devil!" And when the baby was born, it grew wings and hooves and flew out the window. And now, then tore apparently tore as the one version I read, like killed the midwives and the people that had gathered around to see the baby, the Leeds baby be born. Yeah. Like, went on a tear. Um, a quick aside, to, not to cut you off too hard. Uh, you mentioned Hook on the Car Door. Mm-hmm. For those who are looking for a great movie that discusses the Hook on the Car Door urban legend, um, it's a fantastic film. It's called Killer Legends. It goes into that and two other classic horror movie trope uh, like haulers coming from inside the house breaks down where they came from in real life. Like what, what news story created the hook hand guy? Um, again, it's killer legends. It's by the same guy who did Cropsy. Both of those are phenomenal urban legend films. Sorry to jump in. Wanted to get that out there. So, uh, the, the whole theory started in the, uh, well, I should say not the theory, but the, the, popular story and popular rumor of it started in the early 1900s. Um, there was a family, the Leeds. There's a Jaffet Leeds house um, in Leeds Point in Atlantic County, yep, New Jersey. Um, so uh, the, the theory is that it was connected to the Leeds family or at least Leeds Point. Um, the... Uh, the story of uh, Deborah Leeds, Mother Leeds, uh, happened around 1730, 1735, 1736. Uh, and that's kind of where the myth was spawned. Yeah, the cool thing that I learned doing this. Now, b- before we go into my favorite version of it... Um, I had never done a lot of research into the Jersey Devil until I was in, I was a teenager. <clears throat> I'd gone down to Stockton College to go visit friends. Now, Stockton College is, over, is down near the Pine Barrens. Um, I'd never been down by the Pine Barrens. And so we were walking some trails and doing that. <clears throat> 
pardon me. And for those who don't know the Pine Barrens, um, there is an episode of The Sopranos where they dump a body in there. And there's a reason. And that's because, like, the water is very sort of still and ma and boggy and the whole place is a swamp. You can get lost on the trails. You could fucking fall into a bog and never be seen again. It's, it's very, very backwood swamp feeling. So the fact that this area, which is very unlike any other part of New Jersey has these legends about a creature does not surprise it because it really feels like in all of the areas of New Jersey that may have a crypto, that's the that's the spot. Yeah. Um, the to get to what I was going to say that the story that I really liked was that the Leeds family um, was one of the families that did almanacs. Mm-hmm. So the story of one of the leads, I don't remember which, I didn't write down which name it was, um, got into sort of a back and forth tiff with Ben Franklin, mm-hmm. who was doing the Farmer's Almanac. Yep. So throwing a pot shot, Ben Franklin said, I don't know how their almanac ever comes out since uh, Leeds died. And then from there, oh, it must be a ghost. Must be a ghost writing the Leeds Almanac because we all know that, you know, whichever Leeds this is passed away four years ago. So the idea here is that it came out of like this private joke um, about like, well, ah, Jebediah Leeds over there. He's he's a ghost. So there's a monster uh, and it's sort of evolved through that, which I thought was a neat take on it. Well, the uh, the Leeds were uh Quakers and a lot of the almanacs that they started writing were apparently found blasphemous and heretical by the Philadelphia Quakers. Um, So they kind of fell out of favor with them. And when Titan Leeds, who is Daniel Leeds' son in 1728, Titan Leeds kind of continued doing the almanacs and started putting the Leeds family crest on his almanacs. And the Leeds family crest depicted a wyvern, which is a bat-winged dragon-like creature uh, that stands upright on two feet. Uh, Which, if you look at some of the popular descriptions of the Jersey Devil, uh, it is kind of a horse-ish kind of like body with a long giraffe-like neck and a dog-slash-horse head with big bat wings and, uh, and hooves. And a, and a big kind of, you know, the, the stereotypical devil tail. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of falls into being very similar to the, the wyvern on the Leeds crest. Um, and yeah, clear, he did get into a tip with Ben Franklin about it. But there was, there was a lot that had uh, not endeared them to the community going forward between them falling out with the Quakers and Franklin having the, the tip with him. Um, it made life rough for them because they were kind of ostracized by their whole little community who started talking bad about them, you know, before the whole Jersey Devils thing, Devil of Leeds, Leeds Devil thing kind of came around. They were already getting a bad rap. 
and and you can definitely see given the time frame that ah them leads people they they're the devil they're the jersey devils you know you could see how that language may have sort of communicated through to get you there right um especially when you're talking about sort of zealotous religious types um to addressing the the look of the jersey devil specifically the 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 we'll call it famous picture of him. The one that when you Google it, it's like the top five of them. Mm-hmm. He, he's kind of derpy. <laughs> he He's like Joe Camel, the cryptid. Like, uh, you see it. He's Trogdor. He's like, <laughs> he's not scary. He, he looks like, it looks like something you would find in the crap taxidermy books to be perfectly yeah. honest. If you've ever read them, they're hilarious. Uh, there's um, yeah, it's, it it doesn't appear to be scary whatsoever. No. It 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 does look like, you know, the uh like that 6-year-old is like, "What do you want to be for Halloween?" and they just like go grab a bunch of stuff and stuffed animals right. out of their closet. And they just kind of tape it all together and it's like, "Oh, what's that?" Yeah, there's there's a sequence in one of the Oz books that was done in Return to Oz, the one of Feruza Falk, where she has this uh, this powder that makes things alive and they need to get out of this room that they're locked in. So she takes like a moose head and uses some rope and wraps it around a couch and they have palm fronds and they like wrap those around too. And then they sprinkle the make it alive powder. And so they call it the gump. Yep. The... The Jersey Devil's the gump. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, you know, it's not... Just to kind of go go back slightly to what you're talking about, the Pine Barrens, there's a lot of people who don't live in New Jersey, and even some who do live in New Jersey, they just don't understand New Jersey. Yeah. Like, there's sections of New Jersey that are like New York City. There's sections of New Jersey that are like, you know, Corn Belt, Pennsylvania. There's sections of New Jersey that are like backwater swamp florida like it's it's all in new jersey and uh, unless you've been to those areas it's kind of difficult for outside people to understand that those areas are in this tiny little state unless you've actually seen it so Mm -hmm. the pine barrens in and of themselves kind of have their own personality and reputation, too. The Jersey Devil is not the only thing that is rumored to be in the Pine Barrens. No, um, not at all. There's uh, the ghost of the Black Doctor. There's the ghost of Captain Kidd. Um, there's uh, the the Blue Hole, which is the, the water that appears in some of the, the lakes in the, the Pine Barrens between Monroe Township and Gloucester County. Uh, it's... It's just crazy. That whole area has such an aura about it and has created so many different uh, urban legends just in that area that, you know, the Jersey Devil is is on a list. It's not like he's the only thing. Yeah, he's probably the most, we'll call it commercially viable. Like he's oh, the sure. one that's gotten the most press. Um, I'm, and I've mentioned this to people before, like, that's the reason why weird New Jersey was such a stroke of brilliance. And funny enough right now, uh, and I don't know whether I've ever addressed this on the air. If you have a weird magazine in your area, like a weird Pennsylvania or a weird Arizona that started that magazine, the whole thing started in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and people don't know that. They think they're like, oh, yeah, we have our weird Arizona magazine. Isn't that great? Um, and it makes so much sense why Jersey, because you start in Newark, and I get it. That's why you think we are the way we are. You drive a half hour the north and you're in mountains. You drive a half hour south and you're, you know, you're on your way to the to the swamps. You go half hour east and you're in suburban sprawl. Like we are a weird biodome. Mm-hmm. We're Minecraft. Like it's yeah. just fucking weird here. Um so yeah, it, it's Weird New Jersey has done multitudes of articles on the Jersey Devil. Um to get back to some of the theories. The one that I saw, and it feels like a real traditional story, which is what I like about it. I think, like, I have a feeling there's a lot of crypto stories that have this exact uh, bit that there was a, this one is a Leeds Point girl fell for a British soldier in 1778 and was, uh, in their tryst, was impregnated by said soldier. She goes back and explains it to her family, and the entire town curses her, curses the baby. They call her a traitor. They cast her out. And because of of the weight of their curse, the baby is born the Jersey Devil. Uh, I thought that was a neat one, especially because it's this one's probably one of the earlier stories. A lot of them you see come from the, the early 1800s. This one's 1778. So either it was, you know, predated after the stories of the Jersey Devil started to appear, like, or it was retrofit. Um, but it has all the great tellings of a, of a cautionary tale, like a McCarthy tale, like, don't fall for British soldiers. They're the enemy and your babies will come out deformed. Hmm. Yeah. It, it just feels very much like a, a wartime you, you can and, and mix it into a wartime story very interestingly. It made a great Tim Burton film. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of sightings too. Some of them fairly recent, uh, and by fairly recent, I mean like within the past ten years. Uh, actually, there was one in 2015. Uh, really, October of 2015, uh, little a little Egg Harbor resident was driving along Route Nine near a golf course when he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of his road. Suddenly, the creature spread wings and flew away. Uh, he captured the beast's image with his cell phone, and the photo went viral. Uh, so hmm. there is actually a YouTube uh, video. Uh, called Jersey Devil or Halloween Prank. Uh, <laughs> you just stumbled on something else. No, I, I'm oh, I'm okay. watching it. I will I will let you be the judge. Okay, on whether uh, it is the Jersey Devil or Halloween is this Prank. The, is this the 18 second one? That's yes. The, okay, very good. Just to to paint a picture here, it's a very dark. <laughs> See exactly. <laughs> Again, it is from NewJersey.com on YouTube. Jersey Devil Sighting or Elaborate Halloween Prank. Um, you be the judge. Yeah, you be the judge. I'm just going to... just You heard our shock in response. Go watch it. 
Okay. Um, I, I, my personal thoughts, there is no quote unquote Jersey devil. Uh, a lot of the sightings, to be fair, I'll say half of the sightings that I'm looking at just on this one particular website, they're not sightings of the creature. They're sightings of the aftermath of the creature. Yeah. So like somebody will hear a rustling in the woods or think they see movement and then they'll go over and they'll find like, you know, four pigs on somebody's barn with the back of their heads eaten off. And they're like, oh, it must have been the Jersey Devil. I, that's kind of, I think, half of the sightings that happen with it. They, they see an aftermath and then they just kind of attribute it to and then their brain fills in the rest. Um, yeah, well, and it, it also feels like... Even, you know, whatever it is, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, you know, the the cows die from some illness or, you know, bad wheat or the neighborhood kids go push them over, whatever. And you have to explain why it happened. Ah, it's the Jersey Devil. It just, it feels like the sort of thing you pass off as we had some bad luck. So we blame it on the Jersey Devil, or you're, you're scaring the local, you're scaring your kids, or it's a boogeyman. It's a perfectly beautiful boogeyman. So well, when you talk about kids pushing cows over, just as a public service announcement for any of our listeners who may, you know, I don't know, get drunk one night and say, hey, let's go tip cows, uh, bring an axe handle and a flare gun. To get out? Huh? From under the cow? To, wait, what? No, no, no. Because uh, cows weigh a lot. Right. And if you don't get, apparently, this is what I've heard, I've never personally gone cow tipping, but I do have friends who have, you need to get like a good 10-yard running head of steam to shoulder into a cow to knock it over. If you ah. don't, you wake the cow up. And four legs are always faster than two legs. So if you hit a cow and don't knock him over, you piss him off and he will chase the fuck out of you. <laughs> so you are going to need to bring something to try to scare slash fend cow off. So axe handle flare gun. Okay. Uh, fun fact. I did. So I didn't know that Napoleon Bonaparte. Now I know very little about Napoleon Bonaparte. Admittedly, um, had a little brother. Mm hmm. Now, uh, apparently, Joseph Bonaparte was um, a sort of lavish Gatsby-type character, liked to be in the center of, of all of the hullabaloo. So he got himself a house in the middle of New Jersey so he could go to the Philly parties and he could go to the New York parties, a real trendsetter, that guy. Um, he, as the story goes, was... Not obsessed with, but had curiosities of the Jersey Devil. Uh, heard the stories. And on one fateful evening, he was in the middle of the woods of Bordentown, New Jersey. And something swooped at him. And swore to the gods <clears throat> that he uh, he had seen the, the Jersey Devil. Now... Uh, as so the story goes, it was probably a great horned owl or some sort of massive owl bird mm -hmm. that it really was. But even I, I found it interesting to learn that, like, number one, Napoleon had a brother who lived in New Jersey. Um, 
because that also puts Napoleon Bonaparte really in a, like a weird time frame. Because again, I thought he, that was much older in history. But again, uh, and that even he succumbed to the the mysteries of the Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jersey Devil is the New Jersey State Devil. He was, if you didn't know. What year was that? Jersey has a lot of devils, but the, but the Jersey Devil is the official state devil. Exactly. Yeah. Chris Christie lost, but only by a note. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite. A lot of people there. There's been requests and challenges and bounties put on the Jersey Devil. Uh, my favorite being that. The Philly Zoo put out a $10,000 reward, and so, like, they got hit with tons of hoaxes. Oh, sure. My The the one that appears in every one of the articles I read about it, uh, somebody, and I hope you ask the same question I asked, uh, somebody tried to make them believe that it was the Jersey Devil. It was a kangaroo painted green that they had put costume bat wings on. What's your first question? Where did they get the kangaroo from? Exactly. How the fuck do you get a kangaroo in New Jersey? <laughs> Actually, I mean, if you're if you're you know if you're attached to the circus, maybe that's not the first question you ask. Maybe the first question you ask is, how did you put the wings on it without getting punched? Right. Because <laughs> those things don't fuck around. No, they do not. Yeah, nobody goes kangaroo tipping. You're out of your mind. Uh, yeah, like in the sixties, there were, there were wealthy townsfolk that were offering up to $250,000 for capture of the beast. Um, circus owner countered, uh, by offering, uh, another $150,000 for whoever who would capture it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a thing for a while and again, unfortunately, much like I've had to force myself to conclude with the whole Loch Ness Monster thing. Probably not real. Uh, Sorry, Rob. I know. Although, that 18 second video, I don't know, fairly convincing. <laughs> what do you folks out in the something land think about the Jersey Devil? Do you have a local cryptid that is similar? You can uh, let us know in all the wonderful places right here on this website under the comment section on the Facebook or on the Twitter at STSTCast. And is there some creature mystery or something that you want us to discuss? Please let us know. Uh, we are moving towards um, the our break in December and we have some ideas on the fire for mixing up the formats a bit, but the mysteries will still be around the corner if we got a good one. So please do not hesitate in letting us know. Rob, what you got? Yeah, no, definitely. If, if you are listening to this episode, uh, regardless of whether or not you have been to our website before, please go to somethingcast.com and underneath the episode, there is a little link for a forum attached to this episode. If you live in a state or a country or wherever that has its own kind of cryptozoological uh, legend or rumor about it, definitely let us know. Because if there are some that are interesting enough, we will put that into our mystery list to to look into and and dig deep into the mystery of. Because I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, 
Most definitely. And so definitely let us we, know. Especially if they have similarities to other state ones. Like I, I'm perfectly fine with saying taking the North Dakota grump, grumple bit and, and the um, New Orleans flumble bump and doing a whole episode like, look how these two are very similar. Look how these two are very different. Did you remember years ago how we did our horror movie villain battle royal? Yes, of course. If we get enough people who give us their oh. legendary cryptozoology local legend things, we need to do we need tron. to do a, a cryptozoological mystery creature battle royal. I think that's brilliant. I really that do. would be fantastic. So yeah, if you're listening to this episode, definitely you know dig into your local flora and fauna and, and and if you have that kind of you know mythical creature that's rumored to be about your area. Definitely let us know on somethingcast.com um, because we'll put that together. That's great. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. And we don't mention enough. Uh, we probably should mention it a little more, but um, whatever podcaster, podcatcher thingy that you're listening to this on, throw us a subscribe, throw us a thumbs up, throw us a review if you can. It does help. It lets other people know that we're here. We do appreciate it. Absolutely. So with that said... We will see you next week for another spooktacular episode of the Something Something Cast. I'm uh, James Hatton. I'm Podcast Rob. And I'm James Hatton. Podcast Rob. Later. Bye. <laughs>